Welcome to the Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. We are digging to some great strategies around money mindset. And if you are the, the first millionaire in your family or maybe the first multimillionaire in your family, today's video is going to be great for you. I know my team actually sent me a couple questions that you all wrote in for today. And today we're talking about money mindset. We're talking about values-driven wealth. And one of the questions that came through from Amy Van Slambrook, she said, what was your breakthrough moment of wealth consciousness? And I can honestly say my breakthrough moment of wealth consciousness was uh, when I was very young. I was, uh, I grew up in a, a large family and, you know, it was a daily occurrence in my household that I would, you know, present one of my big ideas of what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go or something that I wanted. And I can honestly say my breakthrough moment of wealth consciousness was uh, when I was very young. I was, uh, I grew up in a, a large family and, you know, it was a daily occurrence in my household that I would, you know, present one of my big ideas of what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go or something that I wanted to experience. And, you know, the most common phrase in my house was, no, we can't afford it. Right. And, you know, I was riding along one day, I think my mom was picking me up from school and I was actually heading over to clean my dance studio because that's how I paid for my dance lessons. And I was riding in the car with her and, you know, I said one of my big crazy ideas, I was like, I want to, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. Cause this was like an everyday thing. And my mom started laughing and she said, Kelly, she said, you can have whatever you want. You can do whatever you want as long as you're willing to work to earn it. And she was being facetious, like laughing. And meanwhile, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I got it. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting out. And literally it flipped a switch inside of me for for forever, right? I, I still talk about it. I still remember that day. I still remember that exact conversation. And in that moment, it flipped my wealth consciousness switch because I literally realized that my perspective on life needed to be not whether or not I could quote unquote afford it. My decisions could not and should not be dictated by my current circumstances. My circumstances should dictate um, the, the decisions that I'm making, right? So I literally flipped that switch. And from that moment forward, I began setting really big, audacious goals for my life and then getting a plan to make sure that I could, in fact, afford it. And I think that's a really important realization that we all have to have. There's no limit to resources. There's no limit to abundance. There's no limit to wealth. There's no limit to opportunity. And what it really comes down to is, are we taking total ownership of our life to say, no, I'm not going to be limited by my current circumstances. I'm going to decide what my circumstances are going to be 
to produce the outcome that I want in my life. And so that was the big switch for me. It was literally like, okay, I can have, be, or do anything I want, but I'm going to have to go out and find a way to make sure that in fact I can afford it, right? And that became a fascination and an obsession for me. And, you know, when I got into my first job, I was the first one in and the last one out every single day. I look back on those years and I so value that time and that hard work and um, that journey, uh, you know, of really taking total ownership of my life. I think in today's society, hard work is really looked down on. Um, in today's society, you know, a lot of people don't value sacrificing over a period of years uh, in order to get the outcome that they want in their life. And I look back on my life and I see the exact opposite has produced every single outcome that I wanted. My life today looks exactly how I wished, hoped, and dreamed that it would. Um, my circumstances are exactly what I wished, hoped, and dreamed that they that they would be. And there was no magic. There was no network. There was no connections. There was no fallback position. It was really stepping into this wealth consciousness and allowing that to be a defining moment in decision and I emphasize decision, it's a defining moment in decision of taking total ownership and total accountability for being the creator in your own life. I think that there are many people, and I'll say even, I'll, I'll take it so far as to say, the vast majority of people are passengers in their own lives. And so they never experience the wealth, the freedom, the fulfillment, the passion, um, you know, the intimacy, the outcomes that they want in their life because they're a passenger. They look at people and things outside of themselves and they perceive that it's something outside of them that ultimately determines the outcome of their life. And that's not true. We all determine the outcome of our life via our decisions. Lack of decision is also a decision. Lack of action is also a decision, right? Staying in a place, right? Saying, you know, what you tolerate, you perpetuate, right? All of these things are decisions. And, you know, you have to really question yourself every step of the way and say, am I living my life by default or am I living my life by design? And so, Amy, that flip of that switch transform the entire direction and focus of my life so much so that when I went on this journey and then I, I figured this out for myself, I've now dedicated my life to helping other people to learn this too. And so that's why I'm now expanding. You know, I spent the last 10 years building my companies all in the space of, you know, business building, empire building, wealth building through business, entrepreneurship. You know, that's the space I've lived in for 10 years. And we're now just for the very first time in the month of May, releasing my very first uh, high touch development product that is around really helping people to achieve their 1% life to really bring together health, wealth, intimacy, relationship, spirituality, family, you know, all of these things. Uh, that if you have a, a sense of clarity on your values, you have a sense of definitiveness of purpose of what the outcomes that you want, and you're willing to reshape your beliefs around achieving them, you can have 
the, the success that you want in all of these areas of your life simultaneously, but you have to live life so intentionally. And I am on a mission to help people to access this 1% way of living so that they can experience those outcomes and those results in each and every area of life. So that was a great question, Amy. I really enjoyed answering that. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to go to the next question that came in. And this is from Tara Kristoff. And she wrote, how to psychologically raise your investment of the coaching program and stand in the value. I want to leap from 13K to 20K and I believe the value is there. So what we have to remember is that our self-worth and our perception of our own value, our perception of you know what we believe that what we're delivering is worth is then going to carry over into the market's perception of us, right? This is like the believability factor. And, you know, what you have to think about is there's this believability factor that the level of certainty and the level of conviction that you have around the value of what you're delivering is then going to determine the level of certainty that your audience has around it. Your audience is coming to you and by nature and default, they're uncertain. And they're coming to you and you need to be absolutely certain in order for them to say, oh, okay, well, I'm unsure. I'm not sure about this, but she seems 100% sure, right? So I'm going to follow her lead because she's confident, she's convicted, she's certain. Okay, I'm going to make the leap um, and and link arms, you know, with this other person. Um, the leap from thirteen thousand to twenty thousand, or five thousand to ten thousand, or ten thousand to twenty thousand, that's in your mind. The leap is a hundred percent mental because your audience is already paying that at all different levels, right? In every industry, there's the Walmart and there's the Louis Vuitton. And people are buying at the Walmart level and people are buying at the Louis Vuitton level, right? It's just your perception of yourself and where you decide to place yourself in that category. Where do you decide to position yourself financially? And so I do think that it's very much uh, around the mindset that, that you believe not in what are they paying for up front, but what is the return on investment on the other side that produces the outcome that you want to achieve? Okay. So th- this is how you're going to get there. So again, it's a mental leap. It's you getting really locked in and really, really focused on the outcome that people are going to achieve. They're not paying for what the thing is up front. They're paying for the ROI that they're going to get on the back end of implementing and executing it. So you need to sit down and get really, really clear and make a list of what are all the outcomes, the value, the definitive impact of what they're going to get once they complete this work. And I think very quickly, you'll feel really comfortable with that leap that you want to make in what you're charging. Okay. Uh, We had another great one just come in from Mini Millionaire. Welcome. She said, I am 11 and I am trying to learn as much as possible about the wealth mindset so I can share my learnings with everyone. I have started following your content. So Mini Millionaire, for you, the biggest thing that you need to know at 11 years old is that the world is your oyster. So dream so big. Dream so, so big and know that anything, absolutely anything is possible. All you need to do is believe in yourself and be willing to take the action that coincides with the outcome that you want to create. 
When you look at most people's lives, when you look at what they say that they want and what they're doing about it, these things are completely disjointed. If you want to live a 1% life, if you want to be the top 1% in every area of life, wealth, health, intimacy, relationships, spirituality, fun, freedom, fulfillment, all of those things, you can have it. But what you say that you want and what you're doing about it need to be connected. There needs to be total alignment, total connection. I see Katie Hoagland is on with us today. If you want to be a multi-million dollar earning sales leader in an organization, you have to say, does what I'm doing minute to minute, day to day, connect with the outcome of me being a multi-million dollar sales earner, right? It's literally just evaluating in every moment, does our behavior and our mindset, our attitudes and our actions correlate with the outcome that we want. And just for everyone, whether it's whatever area of your life that you want to increase and, and get into that 1%, the biggest thing that you have to say is, what are the skills that I need to develop in order to do that? What are the things that I have to get really good at in order to create that outcome? Obviously, the first thing you got to get good at is discipline, right? 1% performers in any area of life have a very high level of discipline. Discipline doesn't take talent. Discipline doesn't take a special person. There's nothing that, that anyone has that you don't have, but it's the practice of exercising discipline. What is discipline? Discipline is doing what you say you're going to do, when you say you're going to do it, with the level of intensity that it requires, whether or not you feel like it, right? So that is the question that you have to ask yourself. So the first skill is discipline and discipline doesn't take any talent at all. It's a decision. And then the second thing is, is you need to look at the outcome that you want to create, whether it's health, wealth, spirituality, money, you know, career growth, whatever, and say, what are the skills that are going to be required to create the outcome that I want? If you are looking to increase your earning potential, you need to work on your leadership skills, your communication skills, your sales skills, your marketing skills, and your ability to work as a team. These five things will define your income earning ceiling. So sales, marketing, communication, leadership, and teamwork. These are the things that are going to determine how much money you make. And it doesn't matter what the actual thing is that you're doing. It's these skills that are going to quantifiably impact the outcome that you get in whatever it is that you're doing. Because if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together, right? Helen Keller, that's the bottom line when it comes to increasing your income, right? You got to have people that buy into you, believe in you, support you, align with you, connect with you, co-create with you. All of these things are going to impact your outcomes. Okay. Thanks everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.